Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Hello. I like the way you did that. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just felt I different. I only see your eyes right now. This is strange. I only see your eyes. Yeah. This is... Your eyes. No. Hi. Oh, that's better. So now I can see your Hello. face. Hello. I'm gonna I'm gonna scooch over just a smidge. Well, I'm not gonna lean like this. No, the no, time. yeah, just scoot your chair a little, and then and then it, then it's more yeah, better. Your chair's on wheels, Hi. mine's not. Oh right. Yeah, you yeah, got the it, good chair. I have the I have the nicer chair. It's true. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Um, How has your week been? It's been a it's week. It's been a wild, busy week. It has. Um. Yeah. Just rolling around and running and gunning, doing lots of kind of biz- business stuff and. Yeah. Today you were doing a... We were doing staging for a million dollar house out in a deep, deep suburb. The house, what I saw of the house looked beautiful. I mean, I know I was looking more at the baby items you were yeah, sending me. you were me. just looking at the baby items. But on a, on a plus note here, we got basically a two for one deal on these car seats yeah. because they haven't been used. Barely been used. And then there's also a really nice, um, like... It's not Hot Wheels. What what word am I looking for? Power Wheels. You know those adorable Power cars that it's yeah. A, these, it's a Mercedes it's AMG G wagon. <laughs> There's a G wagon um, Power Wheels. We had thought about getting something like that for Lila's birthday, and we just couldn't justify spending three hundred dollars on it. And we were and like, I also don't totally support giving money directly to Mercedes Benz. So right. this kind of works so out. So this works out because now <laughs> it goes to the family. Yeah. There was that one antique looking one that I Man, loved and we went, no. maybe when she's four. But the fact that this is right there, yeah, it's she's going to love it. She's yeah. going to love it. We're going to give all kinds of gifts from baby sisters. Going to give her big sister all kinds of gifts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's how we're going to make Lila that not transition. be mean to her little sister. No, Lila has been... So sweet this week, especially around baby. She's been kissing the belly, hugging the belly, oh, asking me questions about the belly. That's good because that offsets her punching and kicking me. So that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is she really punching and kicking you a lot? <laughs> she did look at me this afternoon. We were snuggling, and she looked at me and she she hugged and went, "I love you." I went, "I love you too." And then we pulled apart from each other, and she looked at me and like tilted her head to the side with this little smile, and then just <laughs> and slapped, slapped you? me in the face. And I was like, excuse me, excuse you. I went, hey, hey. And she kind of chuckled. I went, no, honey, hands are for hugging, Holding, not for hitting. Eating. That's not Lots nice. Of things. Not hitting. Not hitting. And then she goes, sorry. And like ran off. And I was like, all right, well, she's, well, she's no, learning she, at least. She punched me with um, Sleeping Beauty when we were going to bed tonight. Oh, no. Like on purpose? Uh, yeah, 100%. Oh, it was on purpose. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We're trying to have him put her down three nights a week now. Yeah, I do. Have we not said that multiple times? I feel like we've said that multiple times on we've a bunch of different platforms. The two nights a week, and yeah. on the baby countdown, we've been talking about it, but we didn't. We haven't said on here. Oh, okay. We do lots of stuff. Yeah, oh, but I, <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah, but whatever. we are trying to get him to do three nights a week so that she gets more and more used to not just mommy putting her down at bedtime. So it's not as much a shock when I am in the cluster feeding nursing around the clock and can't new leave this yeah. infant because that's the way that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and congratulations um, to my friend Matt Smith from high school and his wife. They just had baby number two. Oh, congratulations, little boy. Guys. 
And uh, this is so sweet. Congratulations. That's wonderful. How are you doing? I'm good. It was definitely a week. I'm very tired, but it was overall a very good week, very yeah. productive. Um, between last week and this week, you got a new client, right? Yes. Okay. So I got a referral and uh, for this girl to prepare for an audition for Angelica in Hamilton. That's really cool. And that was amazing. So we very quickly in five days, smashed three sessions in because we just had to get her. It was 18 yeah, pages of hard. material. And if you don't know Hamilton inside and out from Jump, boy, is that a beast to prepare for. Of course, yeah. And, you know, she had seen the show, but she she doesn't know it to the extent of, like, you and I, we can just sing it. Well, you can sing it. I know the But lyrics. you know the words. <laughs> <laughs> so we worked really hard, but it was, I was very impressed by her dedication and the audition, I believe, was today. So I'm going to check in with her and see how it yeah. see how it went. And her and her fiancé are getting married next year, and they want to sing a duet at their wedding. So I'm going to help them with that after the New Year's when I come back cute. from maternity leave, which That's is cute. so sweet. Oh, do you have a proposed date for your maternity leave that your clients know that I don't? I've been I've been giving people the heads up that chances are October 1st. Like, I'm, I'm going to stop at the end of September. So okay. I've got a few weeks before baby cool. arrives, especially if he shows up early. Yeah, we just need to plan um, toward that accordingly. And then my plan as of now, because with Lila, and I've been telling the students who were with me when I had Lila know how this goes. The students who are with me who have come on board since I returned don't know. So I was letting them know with Lila, I planned on three months and it turned more into six. Mm -hmm. I said, but with this one, we are living with my parents at the moment. We are going to have that built-in help. Yes, it's going to be a little chaotic, but my plan is to come back in January. Okay. That is the plan. I said, however, give me a little wiggle room depending on when the due date is. It may be February. Okay. So I'm just letting them know it'll either be right after New Year's or February. What are you telling yourself so that you don't fail yourself? Because that's who's going to get disappointed. I'm saying that's so apropos that you said that. It's very true. Um, I've been telling myself that same thing. I'm aiming for first week of January. But if I need more time, I've been through this once before, and I'll be much more... Why don't you say to yourself, February? No, no, and, and yeah, and, and... No, but that way, if January happens, you're excited, as opposed to telling yourself January and allowing yourself February. Okay. You can tell yourself That's February, and then if January happens, you then can, can work toward in. that goal, you and you can what? be more positive. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. February 1st will be when I come back. Great. Unless it happens sooner. Yeah. yeah. In which case, it it happens sooner. Right. Great. That, I love that. It's awesome. But, right. uh, but February 1st. You've awesome. heard it here. That's when I'm coming back from maternity leave. Cool. We'll probably so put weird. a pause on this for a little bit, too. I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah, I imagine. I'm sure, I'm sure week, the first few weeks, it's going to be like, bye, we're going to check in in a little bit. Yeah, we can do mini it's episodes. It's crazy. Yeah, we might just do little... Mini episodes. Yeah. <laughs> mini episodes. <laughs> we'll have to see. Five minute updates. But five minute updates. But no, so that's, it was wonderful meeting her and, and getting that going. And uh, another student is singing at a wedding in like two weeks. So we're really kind of working that's a on. a short turnaround. We've been working on it for a few weeks already. Oh, okay. Uh, but because she had a vocal issue herself, she had to she take did. a break. She did. So now we're really back and getting ready for this wedding. Cool. Speaking of weddings, our wedding anniversary is in a week. Yeah. Week from today, a right? Week from today is our so eight years. Eight year wedding anniversary. Hmm. And my parents are being so sweet and they are going to babysit and do dinner and bath and bed with Lila that night. 
so we can get dressed up and go out. I don't know what we're going to do. Wait, we're getting dressed up? Oh, my gosh. Yes, it's our anniversary. We're going to, I don't know what we're doing, but we're getting dressed up and going out. What is the, and you're probably looking this up, that's probably what you're looking up. What is the eight-year gift I'm thing? looking it up, and, um, okay, bronze. Bronze or pottery? It's a bronze anniversary. Bronze? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I thought that would have been more years. I thought that was, like, Ten. It's bronze or pottery. We could well, do bronze pottery. Bronze pottery. I know twenty five is silver and fifty is gold, but I thought I thought bronze was ten. Really, it's eight. Wow. We were also just saying we're not actually going to do gifts this year because no. we're being very very budget conscious. We can't. And I will get you a card. I, I said I might get him a little a small well, keep little in, trinket. Keep in mind every every trinket. year I've gotten you a a dozen roses. You do get me those for each year we've flowers. been married. Plus the next year. So we're hitting the point where me getting you flowers financially <laughs> just needs to be the gift because <laughs> it's really expensive. It's, it, no, it's getting, it's getting expensive. It's, um, it's a, plus, I think flowers are a little more expensive here than they were in um, in L.A. Oh, yeah. But I, uh, it's a good thing we know a florist. I might have to it's call a, a florist. Hoover Flores has beautiful, beautiful bouquets. We got Hoover? my mom. Mm-hmm. Right, Billy Fisher, I thought. Is that who it is? It's who, it's, yes, Billy Fisher is the guy who runs oh, it, okay, Billy cool. Fisher, but it's called Hoover Flores. Oh, okay. We got my mom one of the most stunning bouquets I've ever seen mm-hmm. for Mother's Day. And it really wasn't atrocious as far as price point. I mean, the four of us, the four kids, we all split it. But it was it was lovely. All right. Well, I'll look into it. <laughs> got a week. I'm not saying you have to get me flowers for from Hoover for, 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 for Wow, that was great English. <laughs> awesome. That was you lost I'm all of those words. Just happy. <laughs> Good job. I'm just all really the editing happy. you've been doing on our videos. I hope you can scrub that out. Nope, nope. They're getting the raw and filtered one here. The I hope you guys have been watching the baby countdown. Check it out. We, we're, if not, we'll link the first. We'll link a video. Link link another one yeah. in today. Tonight's uh, eighty six days to go. Yeah, eighty six days to go. Which is wild. It's already been two weeks. Yeah, it that goes we've quick. been doing this. It goes, goes so fast, and. It's not so. I did just say in the video, but I know this is different. I was teaching this evening and had a massive Braxton Hicks contraction. Yeah, he did. Um, and she was pushing either her tushy or something out at the same time. Knee, so to have heel, the elbow, tightness shoulder. of the Braxton Hicks and then her pushing, because I think, she, I mean, she, not that I think, she feels it. She feels when the contraction is happening. And she's going, hey. Would you, Matt? You are what would happen if this what would happen if this room and she tries to push it back out right (laughs) yeah but the pressure of her trying to push out when the contraction is happening gets some bruising it it hurts a little (laughs) bit it more than a little bit it hurts it goes from just the tightness of a braxton hicks to like oh that has a bite to it yeah you're getting punched i'm getting punched from From the inside inside. yeah yeah she's kicking around right now as i'm talking you know i'm talking about you what are you watching right now cutie I just started watching The Bold Type. How's The Bold Type? So far, I'm actually really enjoying it Good. because I finished mil- a million little things for what I could as of now and watched, as you know, we talked last week, The Handmaid's Tale finale. And I was flipping through going, what should I start? <laughs> what should I begin? And I started... Um, this oh, is going no. great. This is going so great. So, okay. Free so, for, good trouble. Good trouble go. on Freeform. <laughs> Charlie, it was really good to see you in those two episodes. Actually. I think I, I think we have two friends in that. I think uh Siri, she played um she, she played the um wind um planeteer. 
in uh in she's in good she's, trouble she's in good trouble too really yeah. that's awesome she's a director and writer she's very talented that's awesome i love hearing stuff like that i remember when charlie booked good trouble and it is it's this, it's this great little recur that kind of comes throughout he's one of the higher up bosses at the tech mm-hmm. company so it's nice anytime i see him i'm like oh hey charlie the show is good but it didn't grab me i'm like three and a half episodes in and then I saw the bold type and I've heard a lot of good things about it. These three young women, empowered women trying to make it. And they all work at this magazine and all yeah. this in New York. And I'm really enjoying good, it. I'm glad. There's one character, Jane, and the actress is lovely. And she and I are very much a similar type. And this character is very much me. And I'm re- well, me 10 years ago. I was like 15, 10, 15 years ago. And it's really, 20? no, no, no. The character is 22, 24. So you could have played her until like, Eight, nine years ago. I mean, to be perfectly frank, I still looked early 20s five years ago. But yeah. Yeah. Now now I don't. Now I don't. But it's really fun to watch these three because they're very three dynamic women and what they're going through in the workplace and life. And I'm really enjoying the way the show is pulling it all together. There is a... Miranda Priestly type character who <laughs> runs the magazine. Isn't everything just like a version a of version Sex and of the City, Sex and City or and Devil version, Wears Prada? Yeah. Yes, it's kind of those put together. Yeah, yeah. yeah but all arts the derivative. The actress eventually. who plays the Miranda Priestly character is from The Office. The one who was Carell's girlfriend for a long time. Um, the, the 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 his boss who they were together with. Oh, Jan. Yes, Jan. She's hilarious. She's and she's great she's in this so role. Good. She is fantastic in she's this role. She's so talented. Because a lot of times, like you just said, since two thousand and six, anytime there's a role like this, you can tell they're doing a version of Meryl Streep doing mm-hmm. Miranda Priestly. And the second she appears, I mean, it starts with a slow mo walk on these killer shoes, and it's like <laughs> it's 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 so funny. And she's definitely that type. But she has all of these layers. And I mean, she's such a talented actress. And she's wonderful in this. So I'm very much enjoying it. And we'll see how it goes. What are you watching right now? I just watched Jolt. It's a Kate Beckinsale, Jai Courtney movie on Amazon Prime. Um, uh, Go. It's hard. Um, It's like an action movie out of the 80s, but with a strong female character as the lead. Oh, wow. Made as a, this is our strong female character lead. And so it's very contrived. Ah. Very contrived setup, very contrived everything. Susan yeah. Sarandon, isn't it? Randomly. I love Susan Sarandon. Like she may or may not be the big bad of it. She narrates the beginning of the movie. Oh, weird. She narrates the beginning of the movie, is gone for the whole movie. Wait, and then you've seen it. Is yeah. she or is she not the big bad? She may or may not be the big bad. That's the, where the film ends, is that no she may or may way. not be the big bad. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I have seen it. <laughs> I know. I was and like, wait. <laughs> spoiler alert. Jai Courtney is the big bad. Ah. Um, he's set up as her love interest from Jump. And I'm like, yep, that's the bad guy. Mm. Oh, they killed him. Oh, no, I didn't really kill him. And I thought, like, like, that's kind of, they killed him off screen? They wouldn't have killed a main, like, a big actor like that off screen. Off screen. So it's like... Interesting. There's like, um, Kate Beckinsale looks great. It looks like she... She does. She looks like she took about 10 years off of her, like, face. (laughs) She looks 10 years younger. But she... So she's had work done, but it's been done right. Oh, has she? 
Well, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm saying saying she just looks 10 years younger. She does. It, it, it almost looks like she was DH digitally. No, I saw a picture but of her no, the she other looks day, great. and I, I had that same thought of like, whoa, whoa, she looks really. Or good. maybe it's just seeing her blonde for the first time in a very long time that made me go, oh, she looks great. Oh, the picture I saw, her, she was brunette. She's blonde in the movie. Yeah, uh-huh. um, it's a sexy, fun, stupid movie, and it is the it, the thing is, it's like it's what people showed up to see in the action movies in the eighties. Yeah. With a strong female lead. That's good. Yay for strong female lead. Speaking of Kate Beckinsale, I mean, <laughs> drop-dead gorgeous, so talented. I've always loved Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Kate Beckinsale was on Jason's oh, list of the five Your hall pass? celebrity hall, hall pass. pass. Yes. And when he was at James Purse, she became a client. And I was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> There's an actual shot of this happening. Wait, hold on. <laughs> How, what, what, how does the rule change? And then when, she got divorced. And then she got divorced. It was like, how does the rule change if you actually come in contact with a hall pass that's on your list? Well, I mean, the whole point of a hall pass is it'll never happen. And while we are living in LA, that's not the reality of any of our right, hall passes. Right. It's like you live in LA, that's possible. One, we lived in LA. Two, actors, artists, we could be in projects with these people. Yeah. So it was just, it's only it, was, a matter of time. it was very funny. And I remember you being like, she swears like a sailor and that just makes her even more attractive. <laughs> she does smoke like a chimney though. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's one of the, that's the, like the one strike. That's like her one. And this is like, you know, putting somebody's stuff out there. Um, <laughs> I get back in sale. She, um, she smokes like a chimney. Yes. But, because she smokes so much, when she takes clothing home and tries it on, if she takes stuff home on memo, the stuff comes back smelling like smoke. Smelling like smoke. And then we have to dry clean it. If, yeah. Well, the retailers I was working at would have to dry clean it. Yeah. So um, it'd be preferable if she's going to smoke as much as she does if she just bought and kept the clothing. Yeah. So we didn't have to spend extra money to dry clean it. But that's, that's just my putting her business out in the streets. <laughs> Interesting tidbit about Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. But I have heard, I've never met her personally, but I've heard she's lovely. 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 Yeah, absolutely yeah. lovely. She's probably, um, of all of the biggish or biggest named people I've ever helped, other than uh, uh, who's her opposite in Underworld, the first one, Michael Sheen? Michael what? Shannon? I was no, Michael say, Sheen. Isn't Michael Sheen her ex? Don't they have a kid together? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Other than him. She is the most cool, down to earth, super famous oh, person. I I've ever love helped. that. And Michael Sheen's super cool and down to earth. Yeah. I have heard that about him. And his mom is adorable. Oh, that's all. Hi, Michael Sheen. Yeah, please listen. Um, <laughs> I do adore Michael Sheen yeah, as, as, an, as an actor. Wildly and when she, when, when uh, he was dating Rachel McAdams, that's when Amanda and I had dinner and we were at the table right next to them. We, we all had that little moment when the that's girl cute. came up and asked Rachel for her autograph and say, would you please make it out to Maud? And there's a little like seven-year-old girl and you would not expect a seven-year-old girl to just have the name Maud. You just wouldn't. <laughs> would you make it out to Maud? Maybe the parents are really big Judd Apatow fans. Maybe. Maybe. She grew up, by the way. Maud? Yeah. I'm aware. So did the younger one. She just had her senior prom. I was like, wait, you're how old? And she looked gorgeous and grown up and it was shocking. Yeah. I- Iris? Is that the younger yeah. one? Yeah. I've always loved that name. I think Iris is such a beautiful name. It's good when we got eyes. Yeah. Yeah. We really are having a hard time with the current name, though. Yeah, that's true. Wait, but we'll, we will find the name. It will come to us. It will come, and she will look at us, and we will see her what eyes, are we, and we will know. What are we going to watch? Um, 
uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Is that one that one called? Is that that awesome one yeah. with the, yeah. yeah Karen. Uh, Let's watch it this week so we can talk about yeah. it next week because I really do want to see also, that. I also want to watch, uh, is it The Hunt? Uh, the um, Betty Gilpin movie? You mentioned The Hunt and then there was another one we watched the preview for two nights ago. There was also Amanda Seyfried and then the Gunpowder Milkshake was the one with Lena Hetty, uh, Lena Hetty and yeah, Karen yeah. Gillen. Yeah, yeah, but no, there was one more where we were like, "This is an insane cast, and it looks so good." There, there are a couple that we want to watch, yeah. so we'll we'll watch a few. And it's always oh, nice. Stanley Tucci, by the way, and Jolt, Stanley Tucci. Great. I love Stanley the Tucci. Tucci. The Tucci. I love him so much, and I love even more that he married Emily Blunt's sister. Oh, dude, I keep on forgetting. Um, uh, Felicity. Or, who else is in that movie? Um, um, the tra- no, um. No. Oh. Jolt. Oh, Jolt. So, um, Kate Beckinsale, Stanley Tucci. Uh, um, she was the uh, trans woman who got huge from Orange is the New Black. Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox. She's hilarious. Really? She's oh, great. I really like Laverne Cox. Uh, and uh, Bobby Cannavale. He's, he's great. I love him, too. Oh, he's good. He's married to Rose Byrne. Yeah. And they have two kids now, right? They had two kids kind of close together. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a really good cast. Um, and it's, you think I'd like it? Is it one that I should watch? Joel, um, I, I think you might find it boring. Oh. Um, the sex, there's like one good sex scene. Um, but there's like a lot of weird stuff that if you like pause and think about it too long, you're like, that doesn't, okay, just keep on moving on. And the the movie just kind of does that. Like it, it it kind of like is self aware enough that they're, they don't leave you enough time to like go, wait, 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 what? Yeah. (laughs) And just pulls you along. (laughs) And then all, uh, it's one of those, um, one of the things I heard, uh, cause I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of like podcasts about filmmaking and listening to things about filmmaking yes. is that like it's important for twists for there to be sprinkles of the twist mm-hmm. earlier in the film or TV show so that when the twist happens, yes, it does come as a surprise, but it doesn't feel like it's out of left field. Mm. It doesn't feel like it's just shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do um, well in Jolt is there's a uh. twist, but they set it up well, yeah. Um, using tropey formats, but it hits nicely. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Very cool. We'll definitely have to watch a few of them so we can. Yeah, watch. Yeah, I really want to watch um, Competitor Milkshake. I really want to see that one. I would say let's good. definitely do that one, and then if we can do the Betty Gilpin one, we will as well. We will see. One thing we'll I want to talk free about hours between now and next next week. week. <laughs> we'll make it work. Yeah, it's a little It, might be, in, it might be in sections, like That's the way fine. that we consume media Movies these days. Movies are totally meant to be watched right? in four Not or five in settings. one whole swoop like they're meant to be. I do want to touch upon the Olympics oh, okay. right now because well, pop culture. there is so much happening that is controversial and it's What's controversial? making me sad. What's controversial? Simone Biles. Goat. The goat. Hands down the greatest gymnast ever of all time. time. Yeah. She is superhuman. I don't know. Did you watch? You did. You did. The practice last week where she did the run flippy thing that's like not human. When she did the Simone Biles? When she did the Simone Biles, Because it's named after her? She has had so much on her and thrown at her leading up to these Olympics where 
she was doing incredible moves like that. And they were like, well, we can't even judge that because it's not like a move that exists and it's too difficult for anybody else to do. It's not a move that women do. It's a move that, that only men do. And it was this whole thing of some people were going, oh, blah, blah, blah. And other people were like, no, it's because she's a, a black woman that they are putting her down like this. And all these different things were coming so out. They called the move too dangerous for a woman to do. And then and it's she like, she's nailed a black it. woman. So you're she calling a black woman it. dangerous. Like, Hmm. I, it, there, there were all these little things little leading up sauce. to it. Then they get to the Olympics, and there's basically a COVID outbreak, and one of the gym, gymnastics team members we even, was even sent home. Um, and then she stumbled and pulled out of the group. She pulled out of two events. Competition. And she was still supposed to do the individual all round mm-hmm. today and wound up pulling out. Have you read any of what people are saying online about this? Yeah, I have, and it's gross, but it's not surprising. So what makes me sad, if this had been a physical injury, people will have, would have absolutely rallied behind her. We love you. We support you, all these things. Because I disagree, she, but keep on going. she came out and explained herself that this was a mental health issue and she needed to put herself first, and bravo to you, it's it's split down the middle. Some people are going, thank you for being an advocate. Mental health is so real. Yeah. Thank you for having... Are there any people that we know that are like talking trash on I've her? I've seen a couple. Really? Yes. I don't want to... I'm not, not going to out them on here. You can out them um, later. <laughs> off, not, off not inner circle people, but just like, you know, people we know Periphery. on Facebook. Yeah. And then people are going the other way of, you have failed your country, shame on you. You signed up for this. Suck it up. This is pathetic. No, like, no, no, no. And she, it's, it's look, so sad. Look, like, she, the mental toughness it takes to become an Olympian, elite, elite. Very, come off of that, coming out of a pandemic yeah. after the Olympics were already delayed, there's a COVID outbreak at the Olympics. Her family's not there. Like, there's so much going. She's human. And it breaks my heart that anyone sees it differently than that. And I just... What's what's interesting for me is that um, the seasonality of the Olympics, we don't appreciate the realities of the pressure, like culturally, we don't appreciate the realities yeah. of Olympic pressure. So um, because of baseball, basketball, football, uh, soccer, hockey, those are seasons that we understand. They're all year round, come more or less, but they have a season. Right. We think of Olympics as happening once every four years. No, these but women and men train are training every day single in and day. day out yeah. for that pressure building to those events. And you push your bodies to the breaking points. Now, on the one hand, it's like, yes, you're an Olympian, you're building for the Olympics, you push yourself, of course, of course. But there is a fine line that does get blurred, and I'm so happy that people are standing up for themselves now between sexual harassment and assault, injuries and pushing yourself back too soon. Sean Johnson, and congratulations to you, you just had your second baby as well, who won the gold medal when she was 16, Mm -hmm. She actually came out with a story about a month ago and it also broke my heart because she her eating disorder began leading up to 
those Olympics where she won the gold medal because she was 16, impressionable, and what the woman's body is supposed to be. And she was this Mm -hmm. muscly, short gymnast and all these things. And she was starving herself and still pushing herself. And she said winning the gold medal at 16 when I was starving myself and pushing myself that way was actually the worst thing that could could have ever happened because then in my mind it went, oh, this is working. all the things. Yes, and she had years of body dysmorphia that she still struggles with today, but the eating disorder, which now she has, you know, under control, but the pressure of these, these women and then the injuries. And you think back of, of Olympians in the past, especially in the gymnastics world who will push themselves for that last vault, push themselves for this, get a medal and then have to retire early and permanently. That Russian. I was about to tell that story. Yes. She paralyzed herself. I'm blanking on her name all of a sudden. Oh, no. But yes, she was 20 years old, and she had broken her leg. She'd broken her leg the year before. And was in a cast, and and the coach and everyone was like, we got to get you out of that cast and get you training. And she went, no, I need to heal. Let my body heal. And they were like, you have to do the Olympics. You have to bring humble gold medal. You have to do this. Also Soviet Russia. No, no, but... She could have been killed. uh, Fair, fair, but... America does this too. The the, the pressure yes, you yes. put on the athletes, hundred percent. And they took her out of. But we're not going to kill your family. No. Soviet Russia, they would have killed her that family. That is true. That, okay, that's a good point. But they took her out of the cast before they should have. And on a weakened leg, had she her training, herself. and she mm-hmm. felt knew the weak leg was weak, and she was going for this vault and this twist, came down wrong, hit her, broke her neck, chin broke her neck, was a paraplegic, and died at forty, and died at forty six. Yeah. And it's things like that. Carrie Strug. Carrie like, Strug. Like it's so like it's like man, you think about all that grit, but then you also think like, wow, a man told a girl with a blown leg, "Hey, you need one more." And when you watch that back, and there was an article today that a dad was saying show, he was showing his young daughters this, and he went, "This hits me differently now that I'm a father." of two girls to see her. You can see how much pain she is. And yes, she won the gold and that's amazing. Like, I think it's, I think the difference between what happened with Carrie Strug mm -hmm. and what I think as a dad of daughter of a daughter is if Carrie, if, if Lila goes, she becomes some kind of an elite athlete, but she might. And she blows up her knee, blows up her ankle Mm -hmm. doing something. Mm -hmm. And she wants to go back in. And she's medically cleared to go back in, but she wants but she to go wants, back in. Yes. That's fine. As long as she understands the risk. Yeah. And she's actually explained the risk. Like, hey, if you go back in there, you might not walk again. This might be Are a you permanent sure? lifelong injury. Are you sure that's what you want to You want to put that at risk? And if she goes, yes, I understand the risks. Yeah, no, we'll yeah. end up having to deal with it. If it's a struggle the rest of her life, that's fine. But if her coach, the, male, female, or otherwise, pressures the, her to go back in, mm-hmm. that's completely different. Because that's not mental toughness. No. That's being a jerk. That's a- And abusive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I had a much more aggressive word than jerk. <laughs> and I filtered. And you, and you filtered. Good job. But this whole thing with Simone Biles today, specifically... The fact that people are hating on her and they've turned on her so fast because it's a mental health issue and not a physical health issue. Hey, man. It just breaks my one, heart. We don't appreciate mental illness in the country. Strike one for Simone Biles. I know. Two, she's a woman. Strike two. Strike three, she's black. She's a beautiful black woman. 
I know. So what what happens like, in our country? We don't take care of we don't take care no, of black people. We really no. don't take care of women, and then we really, really, really don't take care of people with mental illness. It's just so as a result, the whole situation is just not sitting with me well, especially people's reaction to it. And I am loving. Well, the honey, support. I'm sorry to inform you of this. People suck. I know. I still always try to find the good in people. There's always good in people, but, but so, they keep disappointing but groups me. Groups of people, individual people, <laughs> can be specifically in the last five years. <laughs> I've just been in, disappointed. Individual by people. people can be saved, can be changed, yeah. can um, blow you away and change the world. Yeah, groups of people tend to suck. It's it's just disheartening, and then it makes me even more worried about having another little baby. Yeah, we're just going to put all the pressure on them to putting, change it. Well, I know it's like you know you want to. Have them change it and create. Where we have to change it for them. We have to change. No, but create an environment where they are empowered enough to stand on their own two feet and go out and, and do it. I just. We will, and we'll also and create a place where the they can older, come home. Right. The older I'm getting, the more it's. I don't want to say jaded. I don't want to say pessimist because that's not that's not me. But just more of a. Oh man, it really is this way, isn't it? Yeah. And it then is. of course I want to change it and fix it because I'm a fixer. And yeah, I, but you know how you change hard. it? You change it and fix it locally. Yeah. You make sure that the interactions you have with little boys and little girls are affirmational. Absolutely. That like, um, like if a little, if a little girl goes up to a boy and says, "Boys don't paint their nails," let the girl, let the little girl know, boys can paint their nails too. Lila just painted your yeah, nails. I know. It was so um, cute. One of one of my clients' uh, sons came up to me, and I have my hair in a little man bun, and he goes, "Are you a girl?" Yeah, and I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his dad was like, you can't say that. <laughs> Guys can How have ponytails too. Like five, maybe six. Yeah, yeah, but like that's the thing is like it takes affirm. It takes uh, positive encouragement, letting people know that different people can be different. Letting people know that strengths are strengths, weaknesses are weaknesses, and they're not good or bad. They right. are. They just you can are. choose to improve them. Or at least acknowledge them and work on them. But yeah. some things are permanent. You know, like there are some traumas and some things that just are really hard to overcome. And you deal with them every day. They're a constant stumbling block, regardless of how many years have gone by. And we don't culturally um, have these tools yeah. to help people. That's true. Um, I mean, if you think about mental health, it's still so stigmatized. So stigmatized. It's only 30 years ago that or 35 or whatever it was, where uh, Reagan basically deregulated all of the mental health in this country and criminalized mental health. Wow. Like, you think about that. That's like, you criminalizing people for mental health? That's absurd. It is absurd. And then our society continues, it progresses more and more towards, you have to be perfect, you have to be perfect, you have to show perfection, you have to pretend to be perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect, and then... And you break. You break, because... <laughs> You end up out of sync with yourself and you don't know who's looking back at you in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't, you know, trust yourself. You don't love yourself. All these things. Yeah. There's a giant crack of lightning that just happened above oh, you. Oh, cool. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it either. I saw it. It just Ooh, went, it just went I was like, whoa. Thunder lightning. Full on fork of lightning. But no, all of, all of that is so true. I just, Simone Biles, get better. And Take care of I'm yourself. I'm proud of you. And thank you for standing up you're, for yourself. You're an inspiration to people everywhere. I've actually, this is one thing I've, that bugs me. What? One little feminist thing that bugs me. <laughs> what? When I see women posting, yeah, you're a queen. 
you're an example to little girls everywhere. No, she is a queen and she is an example to everyone. To everyone everywhere. Man, women, trans, whatever. She is the goat. A goat of her, <laughs> of her, like uh, of her field, and yeah. to look up to her, you don't need to be gendered any which way. No, you don't need to have any sort of melanin in your skin. Mm. You just need to look at this person and go, man, they You're are incredible. elite in every way, incredible. And they were strong enough to say, "I can't I do can't this. Can't right do this right now." That is bravery. That is courage. It, yes, it is all the things that she's being criticized for not having because we don't appreciate mental health. Yeah. We need to take better care of ourselves. We do. It's so true. And it's one reason why we're so open about the fact that we're in therapy. Couples <laughs> therapy and working on it. It's just it's such a such an important aspect of life and there should be no shame and there should be no stigma around it. And there is and it's just such a shame. I mean that's one of the reasons why we love the movies and we love film and TV and all those things is because they give us a chance to tell these stories, explain yeah. these things in yeah. a palatable, approachable, engaging way so Absolutely. that you can talk about things like otherism. You can talk about things like racism and all of these problems that plague our society yeah. in a way that makes fragile white men and women in the suburbs feel comfortable being called racist. <laughs> that took a little bit of a left turn. But, that did. But I just it, it, I appreciate that though. It's just I think it's really important for um all of us to rally around Simone Biles and say yes. you you will always be a gold medalist. You'll always be an Olympian. You'll always be the champion the in our greatest I mean, gym, like, oh my gosh, the greatest gymnast. Yeah, until the next one. Until the next one. Because there will be somebody looking up to Simone Biles who will put her face on, on a wall and yep. go, one day I'm going to be better than her. Yep. Whether that little boy or that little girl ever achieves that, God bless them for that level of effort, and I hope they fulfill them their life. There's a swimmer right now in the Olympics who's um, winning and and people are going crazy about him and someone coined him like the next Michael Phelps. And he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm me. I'm me. He, and he also said, Michael Phelps is a better swimmer than I am. I am, I am, I am proud enough of myself and I own myself enough to know, no, he's in like a whole nother, Category. whole nother stratosphere. <laughs> it's also like a physical freak. <laughs> yeah. He was like, do not compare me to Michael Phelps, um, which I actually really liked. Cause he was like, no, 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 that's Michael Phelps. I'm me. Yeah. And I am, I, I'm blanking on his name too, um, but I, I loved reading that article. That was awesome. Yeah. Everybody out there who's listening, you are Be one you. of one. Yes. Be Own you. it in full. Yeah. Be proud of who you are. I love you. I love you too. One last thing before we say goodbye. Tomorrow was Lila's last day of camp, and I cannot believe six weeks went by so fast. So fast. It has been an incredible experience for her. She's made some really great friends, and we're going to have a few play dates over the next few weeks before school starts. And then our little girl's going to preschool. Uh I know. So thank you, Temple Bethany and the Ganami Summer Program, especially the Gimbals Group, because that is who Lila has been with these last six weeks. I just, I cannot believe these six weeks went as fast as they did. They did. They really did. And she's doing great. She is uh, doing her growing every two seconds and blowing <laughs> our minds all the time. And she's just such a little spitfire and we love her so much. We're so proud of her. So proud of her. And preschool is the next stop, but I just can't believe it. I love you so much. I love you too. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say. 
I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Love is love. Love is love is love. Take care of each other. Simone Biles, you rock. You do. Mask up, vax up if yes. you're healthy enough to do all those things. Do it. And uh, take care of each other. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.